Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the We Weekly is brought to you by Bet Online. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive a hundred percent welcome bonus. That's right, double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. That's NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So I don't know how many of you out there are European basketball fans, but I don't know if you've heard yet. Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. For those of you who are a little young to remember who Lamar Odom is, he was one of the better Lakers in the early 2000s. Apparently, he's going to try out for Pau Gasol's team, another early 2000s Lakers star. He's been taking a new product he owes a credit to. Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in a liquid form. Just one ounce a day, three times a day in a week, and you'll see the effects. Personally, as an ex-boxer of nine years who now can't go on a run without his knee hurting for three days, I can understand taking any precaution to make sure you are functioning at your highest ability. So products like these that offer you the ability to feel like a younger self, I can definitely get behind. You can see how Balance 7 has helped. And right now, if you go to Balance7.com and use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. That bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH balancing drink go to work. Again, that's Balance7.com. And use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. I did. If it worked for him, it can work for you too. This is the Weeb Weekly Podcast, hosted by Nixie Comedy, I'm Tropical Joe, and Mizu Shogun. Now I'm back! Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Weave Weekly. I am in Syracuse, New York, far from home like Spider-Man. But I am joined by my ever home, ever, ever home, ever home. <laughs> Great, way host Great way to start. Jose coming out of Austin. How we doing? How you doing, Majit? I'm very excited. Lots of cool news to cover. A lot, a, a very spectacular episode of What If, uh, and and a lot of hype for this week's Star Wars anime breakdown. How are you doing, Mizu? Mm-hmm. Wakanda forever. Listen, listen. Was he wrong though? Was he wrong? Mizu, if you want to say hi, you want to say more than what kind of ever, go off. But I do want to get into this. I just wanted to say that before the what if episode came out, I actually rewatched 
um Black Panther for like okay the seventeenth, eighteenth time. Okay. So mm-hmm. and then it just rekindled um how I felt about Killmonger and it made me think about like, huh, there's like there's so much potential that this character had if he did not die, or like I wanted to see more of him. But boy, this what if episode really showed off what he could do. So so yeah, I, I think what's interesting is that when I watched Black Panther for the first time, I was like, I'm on his side. And for a large part of the movie, like it's kind of like they point you in the direction of like you should be on his side because in the end, it kind of comes to fruition that you know, that T'Challa ends up doing a lot of things that Killmonger wanted. You know, he's like, we are going to open up Wakanda and we are going to help out those who are being oppressed, our brothers and our sisters uh, outside of these borders. And I think that's essentially what, I mean, if, if I'm not horribly misunderstanding the episode, that's what Killmonger was trying to do here. I mean, he was go- like, it th- th- was trying to fit the motivations and plot of an entire supervillain inside of a 31 episode, like a 31 minute episode is, is tough to do. But Essentially, what it looked like to me is he saves Tony Stark after intercepting intel for the Ten Rings, trying to assassinate him. Uses him to build up an army that attacks uh, attacks Wakanda, and then comes in as the hero so he can then take over Wakanda. And he's doing that all in order to make sure Wakanda will go and help outside of its borders. So, what I got first of all, I want to say that I love how this episode showed off how incredibly smart Killmonger was. Because in the original, he like, they showed off he was smart, but they didn't show off like how intelligent he can be and how the way he thinks. Because he just seemed more aggressive in the movie mm-hmm. than um, showed off his intelligence. But in this episode, he gave off a very game of he made he played Game of Thrones. There's a lot of Game of Thrones like yep. oh, yeah. symbolism on what he was doing, and I love that. I love how they showed off how intelligent he was. Um, with that being said, um, his plan pretty much was to you could say, get to Wakanda, get to Wakanda, get at least, uh, you know, the throne mm-hmm. or in a position of power in Wakanda. And that was his plan even in the original movie. Yeah. But this time he had more um, resources, i.e. Tony Stark. Yeah. Which is a good, a good amount of resources. Absolutely. Uh, uh, almost unlimited amount of resource. Yeah. And it was, it was like, it was like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays Tony Stark's like one of his best friends. He's in Rody. 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 It's like Rody saying he spends like Tony Stark sends twenty million dollars on a slow Tuesday in Vegas. I was like, that is unlimited money, unlimited backing, that kind of thing. And I think it was cool that they fleshed out Killmonger's background because they were like, hey, listen, this guy was in Harvard and then he was a Navy SEAL. Like this guy is this guy is spotless. He is staunch clean because like. He technically was uh, until, you know, he reveals that every marking is a person he had killed. Uh, and so it was cool to see the smarter side of because it's things like you're not going to be a, a villain for Black Panther in either the Marvels or the or the, like the movies. If you're not intelligent yourself, he's one of the smartest people in the verse. So it was, it was a dope episode. I actually like I really enjoyed seeing it. I, I thought they would go a little bit darker with Tony. It just kind of they just kind of made it seem like an alcoholic asshole. What do you think, Jose? Uh, I'm just thinking of of every single Easter egg that we just got. Uh, I love the fact that they were able to add a a lot of uh, personality and intertwined character development between the actual actor and the character. So mm. I think like a, a little, a, well, a lot of bit of uh, Michael B. Jordan permeated to this episode, especially with all the anime references. 
Like, he was like, I like anime, bro. No, yeah. not not just that. Not just that. We had, okay, we had the Gundams. They explicitly exactly. mentioned Gundams. Uh, they also had, and I think I, I, I knew that there was some influence about this, but after doing research and talking with uh, Juju, I actually realized that uh, his costume, once he gets to Wakanda, is very, very similar, in, like even color-wise, uh, to Vegeta's uh, Saiyan uh, armor. Like it's huh. it, it, it was it was made it was made to resemble Vegeta at his request. So like when 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 he was making the movie, he was like, yeah, I want my costume to look like Vegeta during the Saiyan saga. And I'm like, yo, this dude is fucking in. So like I I, I, I love. You want to look like Vegeta during the say? You mean the guy who gets his tail cut off? The guy who gets donut hold? Okay, Vegeta not- during the Saiyan oh, arc um, took Frieza hell out. saga. Oh, no, oh no, you're not, right, not Frieza, not Frieza. No, yeah, no. Frieza, that's when it's like when he's it's without the shoulder pads. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah. the vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just just the vest. Jumpsuit. Like not the not the full not the full thing, just like with the vest. Uh it, it looks it looks like like it looks very, very similar and like the colors even like match up. So I love mm-hmm. the fact that they had that synergy there. Uh I also like the fact that they started, right? They started mirroring the events of like the beginning of the of the Avengers Initiative, so all about mm-hmm. Iron Man. Um and then, like, as soon as Killmonger comes in, every moment that's, like, key in the movie changes so quickly. Like, he stops Ironmonger uh, yeah. by, by, by basically just outing snitched. him. He snitched. He snitched. He, he, he was like, I have the receipts. And I was like, yeah, let's I go. I the receipts. Uh, so, so he did that. Uh, he took Happy's position. Like, he, he took Happy's promotion, which he got at mm-hmm. the end of that movie. He also took Pepper's job. All in all, in the span of like th- three, like t- two or three days, um, he also uh, managed to give. Well, the, the show also managed to retcon the initial movie. So, if you guys remember, Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard is the original Rhodey during yep. 2008's oh, Iron Man, and like he right. had the he had the wage disputes that led him to led um uh what's it called oh fuck i forgot his name don Cheadle, don Cheadle. To, be, to be cast as roadie in iron man 2 3 and then uh, all the subsequent movies but like mm-hmm. by putting in uh don Cheadle in this they're literally retconning terrence howard out of the mcu oh That's yeah they did the crazy. same which is an l <laughs> they did the same thing for um norton as well for and remember oh, the yeah, um yeah. Mm-hmm. the avengers initiative episode they brought in um, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk and not Norton's what Hulk. Edward Norton had fleshed yeah, out Ed- in terms of background. That is crazy. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. And you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. And it's something we didn't cover last week. The person who voiced Spider-Man in last week's episode, mm-hmm. uh, The Zombies, wasn't yeah. Tom Holland. No, yeah, he, it wasn't him. I don't, I don't think we covered that. I think we're underestimating in terms of like, we're like, oh, what if this so much fun? Like all these things. Like, I think we're underestimating in what it's doing in terms of pushing the plot forward for the MCU yeah, because sure. Tom Holland only has one more movie as Spider-Man and they're essentially, this is like a soft opening for this kid. Wait, Tom, Tom Holland only gets one more movie as uh, in a sense of like the MCU. Like yeah. he, he, this is going to be technically possibly his last film as an MCU wise. Mm-hmm. And Unless might, Disney know, and Sony renegotiate. Um, yeah. So they, they have, so. but like, like, I mean, it's it's all weird. They they've made a I don't know at that. It's point, really but. it's really weird because like I'm, I mean we're gonna cover this later, uh, mm-hmm. but but I mean th- there's already been overt references to the fact that like Tom Hardy's gonna be like 
in the MCU fighting Spider-Man. So like that, like or 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 they're gonna build their own cinematic universe, Sony. And I mean the multiverse yeah. is a thing now, so like that can happen. But uh, I do agree. The the voice having the the original voice cast is pretty cool, and it also adds a lot of uh, a lot of layers, right, to their personalities now that they are encountering different. Um, what's it called? Different uh, scenarios. The main thing for me, I don't know if you guys uh, agree from this mm. episode, besides obviously uh, like Killmonger just absolutely wrecking everybody at a game of uh, Risk because um, he basically <laughs> just dominated the Monopoly <laughs> board. was closer to Catan because he was just taking That's up true. resources. Th yeah, he was taking everybody up. Um, the Watcher seems to be actually worried now. Like every time we see the Watcher, he's closer and closer and closer. And then when Killmonger is looking over the sunset, which is what he didn't get to do uh, in the first um, Black Panther movie, well, he he's literally did. like grinsing. He's like, "Fuck!" Like I'm, 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 I'm worried. Like I, I think this show, and I think this speaks to what I'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, like the overall scope of what the hell the what if episode, what if series is doing at least right now because they can extend it forever. But for like right now, what it's doing, and I think it's a perfect setup for the Watcher and the Multiverse of Madness. So, as a, as like an introduction to who they are, like character wise, are you saying they're going to try and tie the what if, like uh, the events of what if, into the MCU movieverse? Yes, because I think this is the introduction of Jeffrey Wright into the multiverse. Like as soon, because for example, like their their Oatu eventually mm -hmm. will play a large part in the MCU because like when the Fantastic Four happens he, like he mm -hmm. has to be there uh when galactus starts to come in he has to be there so i think i think they might be using what if as a setup machine for like mm -hmm. the big people in the mcu i just wanted to see if you guys echoed that statement and what it what what has been your favorite uh what if moment so far um i say absolutely because i think they even mentioned it beforehand that you know, kevin himself said that we'll be seeing characters that haven't shown up in the MCU yet and can possibly show up in future movies. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So watch the watcher is one. Um, hmm. um, Oben from the Dr. Strange episode oh, yeah. from the library of Cagliostro. He could possibly show up. Howard the um, duck. Howard, Howard the, the duck, duck as well. Howard the duck. I mean, Oh, Howard the duck's already been shown up, but yeah, yeah, it's more like adding, know, adding him, adding him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, the um, duck that was at the watcher's place, right. That was drinking a martini. Yeah. Voice mm -hmm. Nick Kroll, I think. Yeah. Okay, that. Okay, I, excuse me for getting the the sentient duck that was in one of the episodes. <laughs> no, you're I good, you're good, you're good. It. It's just that he's basically a meme at this point because he was Marvel's technically. He's it was he was technically uh, one of Marvel's like first movies besides the Sam Raimi uh, movies, and it, it, it was a total Black, flop. On Blade as well. Yeah. Oh well, I don't... yes, Blade Two. But like in terms of like a flop, that's been one of the biggest flops ever. It's been like they made a movie duck. about a duck who drinks. A talking duck, yes. Marvel does that. <laughs> not named. Not named. What's the talking <laughs> duck that drinks from Disney? Well, he doesn't drink, but Donald Duck, Donald or Scrooge Duck. McDuck, or yeah, Daffy there's Duck. A lot of... There's many ducks. Why is there so many ducks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what no, is that the could obsession? Be, that could be an that could be an episode just in out of itself. What's your favorite, favorite duck? duck? From, I, okay, this is gonna be a hot take here, but the duck in lemonade, the um, the the bum, bum, da, 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 da. Um, oh, no, 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 that's that's banana phone. Uh, fucking the the lemonade stand with the grapes. I know you got any grapes. That's that's peak duck right there. No, right my there. my duck is the duck from Wonder Pets, the little ducky no. from Wonder Pets. My you guys don't duck remember is... Wonder Pets. I don't. Yeah. No, I. 
Yeah, I, I remember one of the bets. Oh, you, Nick. <laughs> no, but my favorite duck would have to be Side Duck from Pokemon. Oh, oh. what about Gold Duck? What about Gold Duck? No, Side Duck. Side Duck for Psyduck. sure. I Gold Duck was iconic. sick though. No, also, that's my reaction to Gold Duck. That's my reaction. Underrated to Duck. Worse, every worse time you try and spell fuck, and it auto corrects to Duck. That's also <laughs> an underrated Duck. Big, uh, big <laughs> this has been. This has been Duck Talk. Thanks yes. for checking in with you guys. We'll see you next week for Duck Talk. Okay. Um, my my fucking my my thing is, did you guys feel like the animation was worse for this episode? I will be very honest. At the beginning, yes. Right? At it the beginning. Kind like, of like chunky. When they were showing, especially when they're showing uh uh Iron Man with the well not Iron Yeah. When 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 Watu is 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 saying like uh just one decision. Uh, what, like mm -hmm. with with one decision, one of the heroes is one mm -hmm. of the most important heroes in the universe. That doesn't happen when they're showing Iron Man do the snap. Like his face just looks chunky as hell. Yeah, I'm like, like, yo, what the, the fuck? The FPS was slow or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they dropped it like 15 FPS on the animation or something. Yeah. It was like, but at the end, weird. but at but that last battle in Wakanda was superb. I love the animation yeah. there. Like that when he was riding the rhino and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, this is this is elite. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, quick side note. One thing I want to talk about, which was funny that was um, floating around a little bit, okay. is um, get into it. the part where Killmonger was talking to Rhodey and uh -huh. he was just like, oh, like, and he called up, he called him out saying, oh, like, you are fighting the military of your oppressors. And then, you know, uh, Rhodey true. says that line of, Gotta be in order to change the system, change the system, system. you got to be within the system. And mm -hmm. the part that's so funny is that there's like two schools of thought on that. Mm -hmm. Like some of us are just like, oh man, that's such a good thing to say. And then Not true. um some people and my and some, and myself included are just like, get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. It's the most bootlicker response like, of all time. Yeah. Exactly. Because like it's just like, because from at least like from my perspective as a black man, hearing the whole that in order to change the system, you got in order to change the system, you gotta be within it. Not a whole spiel. It's like it sounds logical, but like you actually look at history, there are plenty of people who were in the system. And yet things didn't go so like didn't go very well. I mean, yeah. And like it's it's evident. And like not even just for like black people, um, other people of color, women. It's like we had people within the system, but as you can see, stuff didn't drastically change. And it took actual, you know, protests, it took actual like Activism. forcible change to make mm -hmm. that change. So of course, like all I'm just saying is like a lot of people were like, "Oh man, that was such a powerful thing." Rody said, and other people like really like rolled their eyes. Like I rolled my, I'm not gonna lie, I rolled my eyes so hard when Rody said that. I was like, "Bro, just die already, bro." Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is just this no. what if. Let's wash, let's wash you from this what if. Let's retcon Rody. No, here's my thing is like <laughs> it's like even from just that like from that one specific circumstance of like black like black like Americans like the most influential people in like terms of changing uh, like what happens with this country in terms of desegregation and things like that were outside the system like martin luther king was not like a police officer malcolm x was about as far outside of the system as you could be like all of the most important people weren't in the system i'm sure there was some great like i mean like if you look at like like people like frederick Douglass or other people who who became politicians with their careers and what they influenced obviously supreme but court I'd judges say, all that stuff yeah but the majority of people that influence the system are usually outside of the system roadie yeah. so god damn it get it together but that or that that brings me back to the, the conversation here that i started the episode with essentially uh -huh. is do you guys agree with killmonger here a hundred percent well not, not not with okay so uh, with this version of killmonger 
Okay. Um, I think I, I think he he went a little bit overboard. How so? Uh, because for example, once you get to Wakanda, yeah, we know from the comics uh, that Wakanda themselves like they're they are very exclusive. Like they they do not give a shit. Like they, like they will protect yeah. Wakanda first, and everything else comes second. I think you could have uh expanded on that sentiment a lot more with the king of Wakanda uh and and then yeah, yeah and and then maybe after you have them all on your side uh then you could enact a plan but he just wanted to go for like the quick kill uh yep. like use the resources get the Gundams in place uh and and, and beat them up to to get to gain to, to get the black, the powers of the Black Panther but at yeah. the same time he took he forgot the most important piece in the chessboard now that T'Challa is gone and it's Shuri because yeah. that's what we see like Sh Shuri and figures Tony. it out no yeah no no but like I mean the thing is Tony's lost in the sauce at this moment they expl like at this point in the in the episode since he didn't go through the whole 10 rings operation he's mm. still lost in the sauce so he's embracing his um party boy mentality uh and and just doesn't just he can't see what Killmonger is doing right mm -hmm. but but i mean i mean he ends up going to the shadow realm because of it like he literally got speared uh in the shoulder yes like, but a few arteries that's what killed you yes that's a few what arteries shoulder can... shot i guess yeah but it's but, like a, but main artery somewhere yeah there's there's a few there's a few arteries there that can fuck you okay. up but 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 uh what what i think is uh the most important thing that he missed is that is the fact that like shuri didn't trust him pepper didn't trust him so like and, and i mean those are the two women that are going to like like a, a, according to the 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 foreshadowing of the episode going to try mm -hmm. to bring him down because they have information they have the dirty goods on him right they have the receipts now yeah they have the receipts now so i was gonna say that i agree with him to a point but what going off of what jose said is that what's his downfall is that the lack that he doesn't have the trust mm -hmm. like he has like one thing I always talked about, which I think I made a video on my other account, which was um, Killmonger is a great villain, but like he's a terrible revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Like a revolutionary's main thing is that he's able to rally people behind him. Mm -hmm. And um, Killmonger, even in, even to a point, even in the main film, the only reason he had people behind him is because he turned in clock. But his mindset to a point didn't reach anyone to a point besides like Wakabi. And then then in then in this episode, he um it it's even worse because he relatively doesn't have besides you know Wakanda, yes, Wakanda in yeah. his corner, but they don't necessarily see his ideals of what he's trying to do. Mm -hmm. So he's I being felt very like backhanded. He, in the exactly, movie, I feel very like he upfront. um was like, yeah, lacking in that area. And, um, and another thing that on the, one of, another TikToker, I don't know the person's name, but they also brought up the fact that like you can't be a champion for your brothers and sisters if you are half the time killing them. Yeah. Like you're you're even said in the movie, like I I kill people, I kill my own brothers and sisters on this very continent. Like, huh? That kind of goes against your whole uh -huh. ideology, don't you think? <laughs> um. Oh. Um. Him attacking black women like all the all the women the think about it Chala is able to see because he has um a, a, a circle of trust and on top of that he also has like you know as black women most of his inner circle mm -hmm. is black women killmonger doesn't have any of that and the one black woman he did have in the beginning of the movie guess what he did he killed her yep the woman in charge of giving him the heart-shaped herb he almost choked her out and then oh, told them yeah. to burn 
all the heart-shaped earth. Like basically yep. what I'm what I'm basically trying to say is that I definitely understand his ideology. Half the time I do agree with it, but if I was in his shoes, I would focus more on getting people on my side and showing that, like, oh, you talk about like uniting black people, but have you ever really did it? Like, have you actually yep. really united? Yeah. Like, what what are you doing? Um, so yeah, I thought that was like the part that I felt like that was missing, or I even made I I even made a, another video talking about how how I would rewrite Killmonger a little differently. Mm-hmm. Is that I would have had him like pleading more with like T'Challa and all of them to be like, oh, see things from my perspective and like yeah. being more hesitant to hurt his brothers and sisters. So it will make his argument more compelling that he is very avid, um, very determined. And not just power hungry. Exactly. Because in not yeah. like in both the movie and the in the show, you can argue that he says that he's doing it for a greater cost. But most of the time he's doing it out of revenge. Mm-hmm. He's doing it out of revenge and um, anger. I'm surprised he didn't kill um, T'Chaka, the king, this entire time. I, there were several times. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I like, kept saying to myself, like, he's going to die. He's yeah. definitely going to die. Like, I was like, he's too close. He's too close to T'Chaka. That's you GG's. Have the, yeah. You have the same eyes as your father. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Ah, oh, yeah. After that, I was expecting a claw on the stomach or something. Yeah. I was like, how did he make it out of this? They're, like, they're watching like the sunrise or the sunset together. Yeah. I was like, this has got to be it. This is it right here. Is I was like, it? he... I was like, he's the racing your dad's dead. I was like, you gotta, you gotta capitalize here. But no, I think, I think Killmonger is very similar to Madara in a lot of respects. In that, uh, ideologically, the stance that they stand on can seem very appealing, uh, but the way they go about achieving that stance is really what separates, you know, you from like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't the best way to do it because. You know, Madara is like, I want heaven for everyone. But it's like, oh, you also murdered like 20,000 people, you know, and Killmonger is very much the same. He's like, I want to like spread Wakanda's resources with the world. And it's like, you just started a war. You know, it's like <laughs> there's American destroyers off the coast of Africa to attack a country most Americans didn't know existed. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Definitely a bit confusing in terms of how we try to achieve it. Uh, speaking of confusing, though, unless wait, gentlemen, do you have anything? Oh wait, what? I was gonna, I was gonna say that we also, we also got one of the most important moments in the entire show, which was an actual ceremonial like funeral for for T'Challa. Like um, he, he, like we, 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 as we know, like we, we also, we had multiple scenes, right? So we had, um, uh, in my opinion, the most, uh, the most important quote. Uh, in the show, which I will literally try to read it off right now because I have the show uh, uh, on the on on my now. Uh, he says T'Challa. So okay, to set it up, uh, when Killmonger is taking the power of the Black Panther, he has mm. to go to the astral plane, right? He has to yeah. go to the astral plane to meet with the previous Black Panthers, right? And he doesn't see his father, uh, which we thought we, he was going to see. We, he sees the challenge. His, his father cousin. wasn't a Black Panther. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But like, no, he's, it's, he's, but, um, it's, it's, it goes. It's all ancestors. Yeah. go. Um, yeah, what kind of ancestors go to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then in, in this in this case, like, there's the tree of the panther, like where where all the b- previous Black Panthers like uh, manifest, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then and then T'Challa comes out, and then it, the most powerful quote that I've seen in the show is, "Power unearned can be a very volatile force, cousin." Uh, so, yeah. so, uh, and, and he says, it'll get the best of you on our plane 
on or your plane or plane on ours. Or ours, yeah. So, so that is, the, I, I think that is a very powerful quote because it's true. Like, and and going back to what Misa was saying, like being a revolutionary, being in a catalyst for change, requires you being in a position of power, right? And if that power corrupts you, absolutely, then your whole mission is going to be corrupted. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, like the yeah, the the, the fact that T'Challa uh, is it angry and T'Challa is just like disappointed is 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 very very cool to see somebody that like has a, basically transcended uh the the plane that he's in uh Definitely. yep but can we just say the fact that it's kind of scary coincidental that all the episodes that we had so far with um t'challa specifically chadwick boseman they all alluded to him talking in a more like spiritual sense like oh yeah, yeah like as if he died already like granted it's it's still coincidental, but it's just so like so just so strange that yeah. he made those before he knew he was even going to pass. Oh, so it was before he knew he was going to pass them. Yes. Well, he, like um he knew I mean already. as in what he I mean he knew that he had the disease, but as in but like I said, um before beforehand, he really thought that he oh, could yeah. beat it. Yeah. Huh. But that is yeah. uh, you, you would hope you would hope that A it provided him some kind of closure to breathe like to be like you know, addressing the spiritual plane, like that kind of thing. And also just like showing his character's arc and his growth and all of that. Uh, but B, yeah, it is, it is. I mean, it's, it is very, very coincidental. And I guess it's very, it's nice because for a lot of fans, it also gives a sense of closure because, you know, Black Panther didn't close in a way that it was like, oh, goodbye, Chadwick. And, you know, I, we all know Infinity War, he comes back, all these kinds of things. There's a big end scene, final mm -hmm. battle. It's like, oh, okay. So the, what if is now, once again, like I'm saying, it has more power than we're really giving it granted uh, because it, it's serving ways to A, give people closure, move stories along, even introduce new actors, all these kinds of things. And that's that's why I think its impact is huge. Yeah. And that I was think, I, the, the ceremonial funeral you were talking about? Yeah, that I think that it's it's just a, it's just a heartfelt goodbye because I I don't think I don't think there's any more because he's mm -hmm. he's been in three episodes and I think they and said he was only in it was three, three episodes yeah. so I think this is a pretty fitting goodbye because he's a, he is in the astral plane as the Black Panther and uh, in real life so so R.I.P. to Chadwick uh, your memory lives Not on sure. and you went out in a blaze of glory wherever you are that's so fair. that's pretty dope. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, all it took was a sonic taser or whatever was going on there. I, I, oh, and I thought when he went down, I was like, oh, he's not dead. He was like, yo, this sonic taser is craziness. And I was like, I don't, so he's alive. But it was just like, it was like also like he shot yeah. Andy Circus in the head and yeah. he then he dropped Andy Circus's like body and uh -huh. the face was fine. And I know it's like we're not going to be doing like a ton of gore, but I was uh -huh. like, like, there should be a bullet hole or something. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, speaking of gore, boy, did we get some this week in my hero academia oh my lord we have one more episode right in this season and then we're done or was that was that our closer i don't know i got i i have to look it up that was uh, either 24 or 25 and we're getting deeper into tomura shigaraki's backstory my my villain academia uh kind of the conclusion of tomura shigaraki's uh backstory uh and kind of seeing how he came to meet all for one and lordy I mean, if, if dark, I be, like Vanta Black is how dark the backstory is. Like it, it, it absorbs 98% <laughs> of light. That is dark stuff. So essentially we see like after Tomer Shigaraki has murdered his family, he's just walking the street. And what's funny is, is I think he, like while it is just acting as exposition for Tomura's backstory, yeah. I think that scene of him walking down the street covered in blood 
serves actually as as a pretty a pretty potent potent and in relevant kind of reflection on modern society people shirking away problems that we see in other people in you know and being like oh the support systems at b will take care of this did you did you catch up on that at all mizu or oh definitely and on top of that like it also goes into the fact that because he talked about how the more dense the city is and like the more people are there the more yeah the people tend not to care i mean this is facts when my wife um she lived in new york for a good majority of her life oh you get she said every time y'all do something crazy in new york it's it's just regular to them like mm-hmm. someone even did a, like a video talking about like watch this and he just screamed to the top of his lungs and all the people who looked are people who are not from new york yeah and um because everyone and, else is just i gotta get to work exactly no my wife was telling me that how every other day there are people who are trying to um unalive themselves and oh, yeah. people don't like really like care at the time they're like they're annoyed. Really like, get oh, out of the way i'm going to work the train yeah. i'm gonna miss my um i'm gonna miss my stop to get to work exactly and it's just so so it was it was a cool scene like the old woman coming up to him it's thinking oh it's just a lost little boy and seeing like seeing his face seeing the blood on his hands and also the power of him saying that if someone had reached out to him to that, that day who knows like it, 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 like if someone had reached beyond the veil of human kindness like would we be dealing with this shigaraki world we have today absolutely um and i like how they brought that up and it shows that yeah like it all it takes is there's a human in there yeah, exactly. All it takes is a, a chance. Yeah. And you could change the life of someone, good or bad. And no <laughs> one helped him. And now he went down this path and no one helped him except for, you know, um, all for one. All for one. The worst person up. that could help. That's and the funny, the funniest thing is the worst person was the only person willing to help the lost little boy. And so it's it's a funny dichotomy in storytelling. I mean, obviously, maybe he helped him because he was like, wow, this boy's covered in blood. Clearly, he's up to something good. But I, I so so we saw that and then we saw like he gets jumped and he kills these two extra people. And that's kind of his uh, his fall into grace, if you shall. But the, the biggest the biggest part of the episode really was the de- uh, Redestro versus Tomura Shigaraki fight. And first off, his mech suit that gets him up to 150% stress just by, like, grinding into his skin, which would get me to 150% stress, was incredible. The animation was great. But the scariest part of the episode was Tomura, A, just, like, limping on a shattered leg and just, like, smiling the whole time, which was awful. Uh, B, just touching the ground and destroying a city. Like, I thought the alleyway where he evaporated a couple of people that he didn't need to touch was scary. He destroyed a city by touching the ground. That's a villain. That's more than a villain. That's a moderate-level threat. Like, that's terrifying. Absolutely. And then, remember, like I asked you earlier, you kept asking me, what's the point of the Liberation Army? Now do you see the point of the Liberation Army? They're now what? The paranormal uh, something Um, or another? the, The paranormal Liberation Front. Front or something like that. So, so yeah, I mean, for those of you who have seen it or those of you who haven't, essentially now, Redestro, uh, Redestro acknowledging that Tomura is, is genuinely the embodiment of what he wants to be. He's freedom incarnate. He is, he is the liberation of your meta abilities because he doesn't care what he does with his meta abilities or what, what happens when he uses them. So he is now basically bent a knee to Shigaraki, which was sick. And so has Gigamantia or whatever his name is. Has Tom, uh, Tomura at this point officially become the successor of All for One? Not yet. Not yet. 
um, there are a couple more things that are going to have to happen before okay. um, he is, because um, technically he is the successor per se, but like he's, it's kind of like, like Deku, he's building up to be it. Mm-hmm. No, I, and it's, it's funny because we haven't seen Deku in like four or five episodes. And this is going to sound controversial, but I almost don't want to. I almost don't want to. I'm having so much. I want to show about Tomar Shigaraki. I do. He's a bad person. I like he like I shouldn't be on his side, but I am having so much fun watching the League of Villains just be genuinely evil. It's like getting an Akatsuki TV show. It's something I've been clamoring for for years. Exactly. I definitely agree with that. There are um I, I wouldn't say that they're the first, but I like the fact that my hero mm-hmm. actually the time to you know, change the perspective from the villains. Yeah. And we see from their perspective what they're doing and you and you have that feeling of rooting for them when you shouldn't. But mm-hmm. um, I like how they did that. Um, a lot of notable anime, like a lot of our well-known anime today don't do that. Naruto, no. Bleach, um, One Piece. Yeah. None of them have really sat there and we have dedicated episodes to looking at it from the villain's perspective like that um Greg, there might be there might be an anime out there that i'd say the closest we got is the ame orphan arc in naruto probably getting closer to nagato um, and conan and there's some um, actually a movie there granted it's not canon i believe but it's like there's a movie that's basically about the origin of the akatsuki and mm-hmm. we see them you know become who they are and all that and we see how they recruit certain people like data Orochimaru and all of them yeah and I think that's the only time. But then again, that's a movie and it's kind of this is, it's this, is like, this is us putting it down on a week by week basis saying, like, you are going to get to know the League of Villains. And we're going to make sure if you want to watch this show right now, you're going to get to know the League of Villains. And it absolutely. Is, so his hair's changed, right? He went full Ken Kaneki, right? Kaneki, whatever. Like he went full white now or was he always full white? Um, I'll say he has gone white, but then again, like the manga is in black and white, so I don't know. So if it's, who uh, knows? Yeah, yeah, we who knows? It's oh my god, it was so it was it was an incredible episode. I, I would say this has probably been my favorite four episode chunk we've gotten thus far. And the League of Villains are no longer a group of nine people; they now have nine lieutenants and sixty five thousand people under them. Um, I don't even want to like. I think I think next week is the last episode, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we're shit. I mean, we're gonna have to switch to Tokyo. No, Tokyo Avengers. This is the last episode of the week, uh, last episode of the season. We have to find new anime. Holy shit. Oh, I think the, we have a very good anime that's coming up. But we're gonna, gonna finish. I'm gonna finish that in three days, dude. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish yeah. Star like, Wars, but go into it. But yeah, I, okay, I, know, so- I, I gotta catch up though. I, I since we're speaking yes. MHA, I gotta catch you guys up. Mm-hmm. So. I am officially two episodes away from season five. So hopefully what? by next what? week I can I can I can be caught up with you guys. But I I think I think God, I've remember put the one A versus one B arc. It feels like years ago. Bro, I've I like I dude honestly, bro, like I feel like I, I mean I've put my big boy pants for this show. Like I've I've watched what eight like ninety episodes in like three weeks. So like that's I, eh, that's not three not, weeks. More. More? Yeah, more than three weeks. More than three weeks. Catch, true. Yeah, it's true. been like it's true. been like two true. months. True, 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 true. Hey, very true. The pants but, aren't that big, Jose. Hey, the pants are big, but not the super pants big. are big enough. Not, 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 not yet. I will, I will let you guys know when my pants get big. 
Gotcha. Very, very one piece size I, pants. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, that's that's the standard thing. Hey, man. I'm right here. If you yeah. <laughs> but I thought uh, we were talking about the the time T T Pain wrapped about his pants getting bigger. But I don't. Oh no! Don't go I, there I was either. I was gonna like oh, I I, I I will consider I will consider my pants being big when I can finish like a hundred episodes of One Piece in like a, a week. <laughs> hey, listen, but, just read it. Yeah. Hey, makes that's sense. True. Yeah, you could. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, but from what I have to catch up is I have finished the uh, UA festival, the, yes. the 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 UA festival, which means that I got to see the gentle criminal fight, and holy damn, uh, yeah. I like it. I don't like it as much as the overhaul fight because the well, the over the yeah. overhaul fight was like OP as fuck. Also, we also like got to see Naruto to Boruto. He's got yeah. he's got he's got to enjoy them both for what they are. Fair, fair, fair. Um. I will. I will be. This is the first time that I'll ever. I'll ever say. Oh, I was no. very. I was very happy. I was very happy on how they handled Bakugo. Oh. I hey. was happy. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy with how they handled Bakugo, um, because he acknowledges the elephant in the room, which is the fact that everybody. He's in a bitch. Oh, yes. Hmm? No. Yes, but like at the same time, he's right. Like everybody at UA hates Class One A because they're the old, they're the ones that always start the shit. Like they are no. the ones that always start the stress. They're the ones that are always like the, the 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 topic of conversation and the subject of villain attention. Uh, mm -hmm. but who knew my man was a uh, uh, an Avengers level threat on the drumsticks? Like hello, I forgot he played. I forgot he Mance, played the drums. That, I'm like, that was a very funny moment. They're just like, oh well. I don't know anybody else has been like, are you even that good at drums? He just looked her, he just turned real quick yeah. and just started yeah. playing the drums and just killed it. Dude, I was, like, oh. I was like, let's murder everybody with killer music. I'm like, yeah. okay, Bakugo, I'll, I'll give you this one. That's pretty cool. Uh, That's a great heavy and metal the, band. And the fact that he is roasting, I think is, uh, um, who's the one? Uh, Electric Quirk. IQ. Denki. Uh, um, yeah, Denki Kiminari. Um, Kiminari. Kaminari. Kaminari. Okay, yeah. so the fact that he's roasting Kaminari because he can't keep up with uh, Bakugo's tempo on 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 the drums, I'm yeah. like, yo, it's pretty dope. And obviously, I mean, uh, Takoyami being like the shredder in the like, just it just it just screams. It matches. Like heavy metal. It just matches. Yeah, it matches the personality so I well. You could it. just see but him no, just like being in a. Like we didn't see that whole scene with um, Deku and Ida trying to dance. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that. That was thank <laughs> you. Like, stick to fighting. Stick to stick to fighting. What does Deku end up doing? He he he's like the ice shaver or something in the no, end. Like he, he has to. He's supposed to hold um naval laser while that's he, what while it is. He, while he, he skates naval laser around. Yeah. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So that's I, I I like I like the teams the teams that were chosen. I like how they set up like everybody's talents, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but in terms of the, I have a question because I always get really confused when they try to explain it, like very blatantly. I'm like, okay, this is what happened. Uh, I'm talking about the moment where they're ta uh, explaining Deku's progression with, uh, one for all. Right. So at the beginning, he had, yes. Cause he had 5% gotcha. at the beginning and then he, like he did 8% in the stain arc or 8% yeah, yeah. full cowling. Then he did 20%. Uh, with Airy and then went 100% for like a second to like uh, get rid of overhaul. Uh, yeah. And now he's supposed to be at 12%. Per 
12%? No, 18%? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I think it's. I think he's supposed to be at 12% full cowling and then hit 20 or 18 when he does like the shoot style with the with the finger flick. Yeah. Um, I I always get confused at like how much is uh, like how what does 20 mean? What does 18 percent mean? What does like I don't give like I don't know like he, this dude like does like uh, wind pressure attacks that literally collapse an entire forest and that's like eight percent. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck is this? The what is well, this? Well, here's the thing. In in the annoying part about MHA is percentages don't mean a fucking thing. Okay. Uh, this this, this most recent episode we had we had 150 percent stress you know it's it's like it's in spinal tap you know the the <laughs> knob goes to 11 okay. and, and it's it's the embodiment of plus ultra uh go above 100 100 so it, it, technically full cowling is just him like buffing his speed and strength okay um and so if he's like i think he can go up to 20 percent full cowling now um and that's what allows him to use black whip uh you'll get there eventually but if he wants to use shoot style, he has to do, excuse me, he has to do precise 18% uh -huh. so like to his finger. Um, so that's like, that's like outside of full cowling. Yeah. Basically the pre, the, the percentage is, you know, you know, stopping him from hurting himself. Yeah. So like basically 18% means that that's what he can do without hurting himself or like okay. having broken bones and all that jazz. He wanted to stop making out with the old lady. For sure. Which I mean, couldn't be <laughs> me, but you know, each their own. <laughs> i i i i think it, it like the gloves idea is pretty cool so may showed up she she a dirty girl too uh she uh, she, she, me? she she literally <laughs> didn't bathe she literally didn't oh. bathe for for okay. for days i didn't know the if festival. you found a fan fiction i i was unaware of no she 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 do be dirty literally man mm -hmm. she do God, be dirty and, and on top of that like what my whole little grape was said, why did they make her look like a child? Do yeah. you know how old? Do you know how old um, the five kilometer girl is? Oh no, I was no. I was talking about well, they they look similar because of the hair. I was talking about like the support girl, that the girl that does like oh, all the Gundams and her. stuff. I think you're talking about. Um, I was gonna talk about Labrava next. You're yeah, talking about gentle criminals, little 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 sidekick. Because she yeah, she's just... twenty two. I searched it up what? afterwards. She's twenty two. She's twenty two. Yep. What that Google search look like is gentle criminal sidekick legal question no, mark. Like, no, yes. Hey, yes. No. I, I was actually concerned because like when she throws himself on top of him and says like, oh, I, I love you. I'm like, this is this like a a, a a friendly love or is this like an actual oh, love? Buddy, I'm not gonna lie. Are... When I first when I first saw that scene, I, like, I literally scared on my TV like, hey, hey, gentle. Get her the, get her down. the fuck off of you. Down. <laughs> down. This is a down. children's show. That's probably oh, a child. A and then I, then I look, Googled it. I'm like, oh, but still, it's very awkward. Like, it's awkward. Yeah. Look, it's Paimon. I mean, it's, you know, it's that's dipping a toe in anime, if we're being real. That's it. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's to true. be frank, it is <laughs> yeah. very tame. Master Roshi has done worse. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to a See, little yes. show called No Game, No Life, a.k.a. Not Related by Blood. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> like God. It, it gets worse. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> so but, you're now in, where are you? you? You've now beaten Gentle Criminal, but you're not at season five. Is there two There's two episodes, episodes left. There's a, oh. the pro the pro hero arc. I think this is the moment. Like from what I've seen, just like in the preview, it's I think we meet a dude uh, with wings. Haw Hawks is his name. Hawks. You haven't yeah. met Hawks hey. yet. Oh, the oh, person that people oh. simp over so much. You know what they call uh, Hawks fans? What do they call them? Is it Baby Hawks or um, they, they call, call them something bird related? 
Yeah, 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 it's something bird related. Yeah, it's 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 a whole group, dude. Oh, it's God. wild. The Hawks fan girls are out there. Um, actually, what you're about to watch is one of the best fights in the entire show. So excited for that! In two episodes? Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Okay. It's Prominence Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, it's Prominence Bird. You're oh, gonna like he fights I'm, Endeavor. Uh, you're gonna you, like you're gonna like it's chill. It's like it's it's an MHA chills moment. Okay, nice. That's dope because like the, the, the battle at the construction site had me all shook up. Uh, I will, I will say Labrava's cork is OP as hell. Is it just like love steroids? That's exactly what she does. Oh, uh, so you're going to have, she's a healer. Me. She's a mercy from overwatch. So like in a way, yeah. So whoever she has a connection to and someone returns that affection towards her, then yeah, basically the person who, who she loves, uh, -huh they get basically buffed out. Like they get all <laughs> oh, types of protection, all types of like, yeah. Cause think about it. gentle criminal. First of all, gentle, gentle's quirk is, is underrated. His freaking yeah. quirk is amazing. And it, I love how it shows you that if gentle went down a better path, and he didn't have the situation that happened to him. He would have been a fantastic hero. Yeah. But, um, and that being said, his, that quirk on top of LaBrava's quirk that made him like, man was like, on a whole different level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, that, yeah, pretty much LeBron's quirk is that whoever she loves and who returns her affection back gets a super crazy buff. buff. That's yeah. crazy. It was, I it was, about it was, that. it was, it was like that whole sequence was absolutely crazy of like him getting the buff, doing like the whole sandwich, like the, the gentle sandwich, whatever is like four different, like or five different, like destructo yep. discs of, of elasticity right in his face. So uh, that was pretty fun. And then we got to see the St. Louis smash. I think this is the, the second strongest that he's done besides, besides Delaware. I don't know. We I, talking, we're talking, we're Deku. talking Deku, Deku, Deku. Yeah. Deku's trying to make his own. Um, okay. Yeah. De Deku tries to like separate his, his smashes. Like he uses like things that Delaware, all might uh -huh. didn't use. So yeah, Delaware, Delaware, St. Louis. I don't know why they choose America. I mean, I guess like, yeah. Hey, talk about pandering. all might, all um, might, all might. Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. American. No, no, but All Might's all not might American, is... but he likes um he is a fan of America because in, yeah, in My Hero, America is like the superhero capital. Um wow. yeah, they said at the beginning of the show, or like, yeah. The boys. That, essentially the yeah, boys. Basically, yeah, basically almost like, yeah. And if you look at in the if you go on the manga, there's like a whole yeah. panel of like a silhouettes of actually being notable superheroes. Like there's a silhouette of Batman, Superman, Flash, oh. uh, Spider-Man. In That's certain dope. ways, but they they don't show them. But like it's insinuated, it's a silhouette of them. So That's um, sick. So yeah, America is like the superhero capital of the my hero world, and um, um, All Might was he went there as a foreign exchange student, and he yeah. learned a lot of things about America, and he brought those um Japan ideals and it. um like basically aesthetic to Japan. Love the McCarthyism. Can you imagine? Going on. Can you imagine All Might meeting like like Deadpool or something like that in America? Could you imagine Tomura Shigaraki being like, "I'm gonna run Japan," and then Superman comes over and just like wipes his shit? Like that was like it's a good thing Superman is was born in Kansas. Shigaraki meeting the Joker is just gave me a a mental picture that would be freaking. <laughs> no, can you imagine? No, can you imagine if Joker was talking to like um. What's his name? What's his name? Ah, uh, dang, I forgot. Uh, twice. Can you think twice. about it? Twice already messed up in the head. Can you imagine if something, he'd break him? Joker. All he had to do was have a conversation with Joker. He'd break him. He'd break him. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be bad. That'd be real bad for him. I mean, imagine like if you got like Harvey Dent talking to twice, now, that would be, yeah, no. that would be, uh, Lord, oh that, my God. That would make the, a lot of sense, that's, right? That's the Hannibal like Lecter. That's the Hannibal yeah. Lecter. Like, yeah. uh, like he just like makes you go crazy even more. Like he's just, mm -hmm. he's just wild. Uh, okay. But yeah, that's where I am. I'm two episodes away from episode 90, which is when the uh, chapter number 90, whatever. Uh, that's when we start uh, season five. So I'll see y'all at the finish line when it comes to catching up. So I have a little bit of anime news that I, I need to talk on as the resident caught up with Boruto uh, guy. There's a lot going on in Boruto right now that the community needs to hear about. Uh, Naruto's about to die. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Naruto's about to die. Naruto's about to pass away. Uh, he is fighting a guy named Ishiki. Um, but he's fighting a guy named Ishiki Ototsuki. Just unlocked the newest mode in Naruto's Super Saiyan evolution oh, okay. which makes him crazy powerful um naruto unlocked baryon mode and it makes him and karama smash their chakras into each other and he becomes crazy op the episodes are getting absolutely bonkers right now the drawing is gorgeous people are upset about baryon modes looks saying it looks fan-made uh i think it looks sick his chakra he looks like that in the manga he looks like that in the manga he's got little wispy eyes and that's it um it's incredible and i'm not gonna spoil what happens in the manga because i know so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything but uh yes it's it things are popping off in boruto right now guys if you're listening and, and you're like hey should i get caught up on boruto yes there's slow Absolutely. parts but there there is slow parts in every anime out there ever it is going insane right now and also sasuke got the shit slapped out of him and it was mwah, 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 fantastic it was so fun to watch anyways outside of that it was kind of a what the you know hearing naruto say that he was gonna give his life and he's always been prepared to do it for a village that never gave two shits about him um and wouldn't give two shits about him if he died what is the music i want to say you know it'd be you know it'd be really sad if like again, like if they did kill off Naruto, yeah. you know, it'd be really sad if they at the end of it when he does like pass away. What if they play like the ending intro of the first? Um, you know the first intro, the first outro to oh, Naruto. Yeah, when he was showing him as a kid, and it, like, but this time it, it'll be different. We see him grow up. Like someone brought that up. Someone I remember someone on Twitter saying that, and it's just like, yo, that would be the saddest shit I ever. That would break me. That would break me. But Naruto's gonna become the Sage Six Path, so it's not a big deal. I had a theory go out um, that people really liked. So yes, I would be crazy sad, but that would also be a big what the fuck moment if they killed Naruto. And that is actually our stack them up for the week is the biggest what the fuck moments we've ever seen in movies, anime, those kinds of things, guys. I have one that's not gonna win okay i am very i i just wanted to say uh you y'all i never understand you guys i never and, and i'm referring to the viewers y'all y'all be peeking y'all be picking the wildest shit on our stack oh, yeah? em up polls man so i'm hey 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 i i i will hey i'll be i'll i will give credit where credit is due yes all of our movies were great this week amazing yeah. Oh but yeah, y'all disrespected every single other one. Uh, so okay, let's 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 hang it out. Let, I, I will I will give our man Mizu his props. We get we he gets his he gets his little clap because Zombie Land. Just the rich get richer, bro. Fuck, I'm so bro, sick. and it was so close. It was <laughs> so close. You it were was. Off. I kind of got scared when he said we were one vote away. I'm like, damn. No, so 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 final tally, right? 63% of you said that Zombieland 
was the best zombie movie ever with 3,570 votes for yes and 2,101 votes for no. So I think this is this is the second most votes that we've had ever on wow. on a on a on a stack em up so very high y'all yeah. destroyed my pick which was Shaun of the dead um 2200 <sighs> votes for yes and then 2005 british comedy yeah 59 56% of y'all thought that uh, Shaun of the dead was not it uh and then uh, i was i was very sad for for nick because uh he he was very close he was only 200 ish uh votes away from winning uh because Train to Busan won, uh, got 62% of the vote. So it was a 1% difference. So y'all vote matter. Y'all's vote matters. Yeah. If it doesn't matter in real life elections, it matters here and stack them up. Exactly. So yes, I, we I, use majority. I actually, we don't. we don't actually use majority. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. You guys came through. Uh, the last two ones, I was on a losing streak. I had Fearless. I thought I already, that one I already knew that was not going to be. I just want to put the name out there at that point. I'm like, yeah. hey, if you want to yeah. see Fearless, it's a really good ass martial arts film. Mm -hmm. And the previous one, mm -hmm. what was the previous one? Uh, it was, um, I'll get, I'll get to it. It was, it was fearless there. Oh, the, the villain, the one that Nick um, won. And then I, I did not, I tried to pull, I tried to help out us anime fans by putting Madara's name out yeah, there. No. You know, he is very underrated no villain. He is very popular and he, and he could, if, if more people watch anime, I definitely think that he would have won. Yeah. But kudos to, zero. kudos to Mizu. But yes, now that we have decided the winner of this week's stack him up, what's the, what's the tally? Is it three for me, two for Nick? No, three for me, two for Nick. The and... annoying part is I have it written down at home, and I have no idea. I, I know Mizu's in the lead. I know Mizu's, Mizu's got, up by two. I think Mizu has five. I think so, Mizu has five. I think you have three, and I three. have two. Yeah. Is, did you win last week? Uh, no. Did I, I win? Last I got. I got. I got destroyed. You? Yeah, you got. You I won think, last week. I think bro. it's five two to yeah, two. Yeah, you you won because you had, you had entered the dragon. Yeah. Oh, so, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Sidebar. Sidebar. Yes. So I have three because I got Return of the Dragon. You had oh, won no, the week prior. Yeah, you had won the week prior with for Joker. Joker with Joker. Joker. Yep. I only then, win when I pander. Yeah, yeah. So you. So you got the Joker win. I got the Bruce Lee win. And then now Mizu has the Zombie Land win. Yay. Okay. So Mizu, delight us. What is the biggest what the fuck moment in uh? Anime, movies in general? What, what culture. Is the culture, pop culture? Yeah, let's go. So culture show. I have to go with that. I, I don't guarantee this might win, but it is a possibility. But it is an oldie but a goodie what the F moment uh -huh. that happened. And let's go back to the classic, often analyzed film, Psycho. Ooh. So, okay. Okay. What, and what is the what F, what F moment we're talking about? What the F moment? Not the whole, you know, the iconic shower scene. It's more uh -huh. of throughout the entire film, we that the the main character is a mama's boy. It's very evident throughout the oh, yeah. film, and we hear him talking to his mother often at times. But then the main protagonist finds out that his mother. She goes in the basement and she finds that his mother has been dead this entire time. Mm -hmm. She turns the corpse. She turns the body over. And we see her decrepit corpse. Mm -hmm. And then she's screaming our head off. And next thing you know, we see the villain come in dressed yep. up as his mother with the knife, about to, you know, end this woman's whole career. Put so, on a poster. <laughs> I'm about this man's whole career. Yes. That's the so, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> For real. 
Um, I'll say that that is not only like a really like what the F moment, especially if you've never seen the film. And then it's one of the like iconic ones, because yeah. again, we've been told that the, the villain was harmless. He wanted her to fly. And then we, of course, you get that iconic ending scene of him not hurting the fly, but he does that very mm-hmm. cynical smirk at the camera. The Kubrick stare, the Kubrick stare. Exactly. So Overall, I would have to say that Psycho's my what if my my what if uh, what the f moment is um, Psycho the reveal of his mother being dead. Okay, I've never seen this. You've never seen Psycho. I just I you know what my favorite. Yeah, well, I kind of ruined the what the f moment for you. Yeah, fuck. Is (laughs) being the least cultured person. That's my favorite part. I like you bring the swag, bro. You bring the swag. Oh, is that it? And, and the anime knowledge. Like, we, we all bring something different, bro. We all bring something different. And I, as I got second place, get to bring my take here. And mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm I'm split between two. Because there's one that I know could possibly win it for me. I know this one could win it for me. And there's one... I know if I say it, I'm going to lose. But I feel so passionate about it. And you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a man... I, you know, I'm a man of honor. Okay. You know what? You know, I'm not, you know, you know what? No, I'm not pandering. Okay. And if I lose, I lose. Okay. So I need my anime fans to come out on this one. Tatsumi's death in Akame Got Kill was my number one what the fuck moment in all of pop culture. And for those of you who haven't seen Akame Got Kill, it's one of the best 24 episode animes of all time. It is about a little group called Night Raid. I already know which one you're going to do. It was the one I was going to pander to. And it's a group called Night Raid, and they are out there using a thing called Imperial Arms. And these Imperial Arms are incredibly powerful weapons that can shape the powers of government. And it's stated, there's one rule in the entire anime. If two people with Imperial Arms fight, one of them has to fight every single time. And you know what happens? That keeps happening. And you would think, oh, surely the good guys win every time. Nope. No, you'd be wrong. You'd be wrong because most of the time it's the good guys losing and you lose good guy after good guy after good guy. But here's the thing. There's one main character who gets an Imperial arm called Incursio from, I'm going to say, probably the best ever written LGBTQ plus character in anime ever. Hey, yeah. lot. Um, and he gets Incursio and Incursio is one of the strongest. It essentially makes you a mech. It makes you what 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 Killmonger was aiming for. And in the manga, Tatsumi lives till the very end. And him and Akame skip off into paradise. Uh, well, actually, technically, Akame wasn't really the main love interest. That was mine, who unfortunately passes as well. But in the anime, <laughs> oh, different story in the anime. In the anime, after defeating a castle turned into a mech, uh, it goes to fall on three people. Three people and Tosmi stops the castle from killing those three people. A very Superman uh, moment. And as he's stopping the the this massive castle with his boosters all the way on, blood starts to spurt outside of Incursio. And slowly but surely, you realize that Tosmi, who earlier that episode had promised he was going to survive, was not going to come through on his promise. And just like that, you lose Tosmi. And that is my number one what-the-fuck moment because he survives in the manga and they killed him off in the anime for no good particular reason other than to live up to the name of Akame got killed. I, I know Jason Todd getting crowbarred by the Joker would have been a better choice and it would have won me this, but I am not standing on it. I'm not taking it. 
I definitely agree. I definitely agree with on with that. When I first watched it, I was shook. I was like, "What did they really just? Did they really just kill off the main character? Killed off the main like character? That? <laughs> Only and, not, and here's I, the thing. And I know that sounds like, oh, oh, there's plenty of anime and movies and stuff like that. They killed off the main character, but like, here's the thing. This was a battle show in anime, and most of nine times out of ten, battle show in anime, they don't kill off the main character. They, they don't, like they to don't go down that dark, like, like, yeah, exactly. They they get to go down that soft part. Where like yeah they'll have some like crazy moments, but the main character will still live and get his dream and et cetera et cetera. But no, mm-hmm. this is not. It didn't happen that way in this. So I was like, wow, they really did kill him off to the point where I'm not gonna lie. Like I looked it up. Like it's just like 100 true, and that's why I found out that oh the manga anime went different directions with that. I was yeah. like oh, but I was like wow, it really got me shook up. Like no, I I did accept the fact that he was dead for a hot minute. I was like no, they did not just do that. Yeah, I had to go back and read the manga to feel better about it. So I was like, oh, if, it, if it's the last thing I consumed, he's still alive in my brain. It was insane. And I was it was the first time I'd ever really seen because I watched it young into my weebdom. And it was the first time I'd ever seen the main character kick the bucket like that. And I, I you really don't see it again until like Devilman Crybaby, maybe some of the JoJo arcs. But I mean, like if a Joe if a Joe star dies, does a Joe star really die? I don't know uh so yeah it was it was it was like devastating but yeah all right jose let's take whatever pandery pick you have and you can win and we can all dance into the moonlight and goddamn i want to i want to go for the win i I should go for the win ah should i do it i'll let i'll let misu decide misu should i pander and go for the w or should i keep it a little bit more cultured i mean this is a tight race but at the same time i mean I mean, go for the go for the W if you if whatever feels natural to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever sits right in your soul, Jose. Okay. Like whatever makes you sleep at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever doesn't keep you up. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Mizu chose a movie from the the fifties, and I chose a, a, a niche twenty four episode anime. But sure. Do you know what? You know you. what? You know what? Fuck it. Let's keep it. Let's whatever, keep it tight. Whatever keep makes it tight. the hey, cool hey, hey, side I'm gonna, of the pillow. I'm, so I'm. So I was. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna throw the winner into the wind, and I'm gonna pick a better pick, uh, more culture wise. So my winner is sitting right on top of me, which is the biggest what the fuck moment in all of pop culture history, and it oh, is. Oh, I'm your father. It is the I am your father moment from Star Wars Episode Five. I'm that not been, picking what, the that. Seventh time Jose used Darth yes, Vader yes, and a stack yes, him up. Yes, that would have that would have <laughs> won because not even the production crew knew about that. Only three humans knew about that. It was the writer of the show, uh, the writer of the movie, George Lucas, and a few. What uh, uh, I think the set director. Not even Mark Hamill knew about the line, uh, right as they were about to film it, and it is. Uh, to this day, I think, the biggest uh, plot twist in movie history. But, in my opinion, another biggest plot twist of movie history is the end of one of the classical movies ever, which is Planet of the Apes. The end of Planet of oh, the Apes. Sure. The biggest, yes, the, the biggest plot, the, one of the biggest plot twists of the, uh, of the 60s or 70s, I think, uh, is the original Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston, the man that has played many... Um, many ethnicities <laughs> many yep. ethnicities in in his life um, yep. but he did play an astronaut in the original planet of the apes and at the end of the movie after going through an entire journey in a supposedly other planet right uh we learn that he in fact did not travel to another planet he they traveled to the future right so they traveled uh in in space to the future 
in a in a world where uh, a post-apocalyptic earth turned into sentient monkeys question mark uh and they he, he hey, realizes we got, hey, we got a prequel mm. they no one turned no, into anything one of those true one of the that's few true. good prequels that is true cinema. that is true that is yep. true hey andy circus can do no wrong that i'll say that but that? no but he was caesar andy circus oh, is was. caesar Gollum. like every single big uh cgi person besides smog it's andy circus bro <laughs> mm -hmm. that's fair and, and like uh, oh yeah well yeah that's josh brolin but i mean yeah. the the thing is the thing is uh uh that at that moment we, we people are thinking okay what's gonna be like the end is he gonna die uh is he gonna like survive like are they gonna go back to earth are they gonna find somewhere else to live in this planet of the apes and it turns out damn it they blew it all to hell yep. it was a post-apocalyptic yep. war uh they were in earth all along so charlton heston did not leave earth at all it was all a part of the plan so the monkeys take over that is like the the, the lat that is probably one of the most iconic shots i think in in cinema history which is like panning out to charlton heston at the beach and you see the statue of liberty in the sand with like oh, yeah. the water the water eroding her it's Was like that practical damn. effects did they do that in practical? i think i think they had a rig let me double check let me check because like i can't imagine they would cgi that in the 60s and 70s i mean then again go back and watch the we'll go back and watch yeah. star wars what they could accomplish for like small bits but like I, I would imagine they did that in practical. If you, Eric, here's here's a question. Since we know because of the prequels of 68. of wow, okay, yeah. Since we know the prequels of Planet of the Apes, essentially to make apes super smart, then the apes take over because humans mm -hmm. are like, oh, we need to kill these apes. If apes learned how to use guns, do you think they could be like? Do you Americans? Do you think they could take over the world? Do you think Planet of the Apes is possible if a like if gorillas and apes learned how to use guns? Yes. Yeah, if they have the intelligence of human beings with their like yes. animal like abilities, I think I'm going to say yeah yes. to a point. Like yeah, hundred percent. Because like here's the, the thing, we've never seen a gorilla like work out, so we don't even know how strong they can be. Like <laughs> like like imagine you taught a gorilla how to bench, you could make gorillas stronger, and they're I... already going to rip us in half. Wow. What uh, was it practical? I think I think they actually built a rig. That's they, really wild. They, they built the Statue of Liberty. N not the whole thing, but like the t just the top. Like they That's apparently crazy. took eight months to build. And I'm like, hey, yo, Holy what the fuck? Shit. <laughs> eight months to build? Jesus. That must uh, have been a large part of their budget. Budget. Shit. Uh, that that was yeah. I mean, it was it was one of the biggest movies at the time. It was in nineteen. Then again, here we are talking about it still. So like, yeah. I guess it was worth it. But to answer your question, yes, I do think uh, I do think the 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 apes could win. Because uh, cause if you think about it, Earth, like the, the way that humans think about it, right, is what's the farthest we can go without like getting into morally ambiguous ground? And if we have to do it, we just justify it with something. So I oh, think yeah. the, the most the most important moment would be like, OK, are we going to use the atomic bombs? And at that point, once they start that, it's all it all hell breaks loose. And uh, Would you start nuking monkeys. Yes, one thing, one thing that one one thing that uh, Earth has proven is that humans are actually pretty easy to get rid of. Disease is a pretty easy way of destroying humans. So, like, yeah. as as soon as you bring in uh, a nuclear holocaust and the possibility of a uh, a simian flu, uh, yes, they would definitely destroy us. They would send us to the shadow realm quick, easy, and in a hurry. But there you That's go. Fair. But here's gentlemen, the thing. Would we, this would is gonna we, be what I say, gentlemen. This is gonna be a very interesting. Um, 
how do I say this? Like an interesting pick for them because this will show the true test if they're really like paying attention to what we're saying. Because now we got three unconventional choices for our WTF moments from different decades. Now, at this point, like not not even like we don't even have really like pandering. So whoever truly wins this one had a more compelling argument. Yeah, I would say so. I would say, yeah, because I I would say I wouldn't say that Psycho, um, that Planet of the Apes and that a comedy got killed probably have as much prevalence in our our viewer, like our our listenership's brains. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say anybody I wouldn't say anybody is like, oh, you know, it's like Superman being a Kryptonian or something like something everyone knows. So this actually, yeah, this is this is really boiled down to this is the fans voting this one one was going to be Bane breaking Batman's back. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a good good one. one. But yeah, we should do like honorable mentions at the end of these for sure. We can. Because mine was gonna mine was gonna be Joker killing Jason Todd. Damn, that's actually that's a big one. That's a big one. It was a what the fuck moment because the the viewership like the readers like voted for it. Like they were like, it was the one moment in like DC comic book oh, history where they're like, what should we do? And everyone was like, fucking kill Jason Todd. And Superman and was, dying. I was about to say that. Like, you know, it was bigger they than that. They voted Superman's for Doomsday. Yeah, the first Superman. time a superhero was killed. And Is that the first time a superhero was killed? Death Superman? Well, well honestly, uh, the first time a big name superhero such yeah. as Superman dying. To yeah. A point where mm-hmm. He was and dead because like of his death, weeks. <laughs> for real. And because of his, no, and here's the thing. Because of that comic book specifically. Uh-huh. They started the whole when they said, "Oh no, he was not killed. He was in a Kryptonian coma." That <laughs> yeah. whole thing started the whole bringing back superheroes back from the dead. If they, yeah. if we went back in a what if scenario, yeah, in history, if they kept Superman dead and like actually made him die, die like he never mm-hmm. came back, our perception of heroes and death would be totally, totally would be so different imagine dude. they just ended superman with the after death of superman that'd be crazy dude after oh. third after what at that point it was 90 something so like what 70 years of, of a run yeah <laughs> batman's still alive but superman isn't <laughs> i mean but the thing is like the thing is like if they had killed superman there like what do you think the superhero escape would look like? Because, I mean, it would be like Batman has died. Wally West has died. Like, all of these people are dead. Like, the Justice League would be entirely different. I think it would actually be so refreshing for, yeah, innovative. for the comic book genre because they would have to come up with new characters. Yes. I think I think we would have a lot more diversity, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Because, like, the thing is, like, yeah. It's you a could great what-if like, scenario, bro. You just, what if superheroes couldn't come back? Or it, would it. Take, or it would take a sacrifice, like a soul for a soul. Like you have to sacrifice one to bring back another. Can, and, is, is, and is, is you it know a, it's oh, very ahead, evident when um the fact that uh dang, what was I gonna say? Um the fact that they're kind of doing that now, like when they're killing off characters, they actually have like a, a set time, like okay, mm-hmm. if we're gonna kill off Wolverine, we're gonna kill him off for maybe like an actual like four to five actual real years yeah. before okay. we use the character again. Uh-huh. Because they got into the point where like, yeah us killing off characters and bringing them back and the only way i can see the other way i can see them bringing them back is if you know classic retcon yeah you know yeah. dc's known for the retcons so hey yeah you're right i can't even i can't even i mean marvel's one. also known for that because like i mean they had like the symbiote they had symbiote iron man and that's oh, no like, i'm <laughs> saying like they, they also had retcons but not as much as dc no oh. yeah dc is dc is it goes through every five years just with a highlighter and they're just like <laughs> yeah we're getting rid of all all of this don't know what we were don't know what we we're smoking for that week so we're getting rid of this comic book line 
Um, no, that is actually, that's a great, that's a great stack them up question. Maybe one day is like, Hey, what superhero would you kill off forever? Yep. But uh, just, that is their storyline that I think that we should do that for next week. Uh, but yeah, yes, just to great. reiterate, we got psycho the, the, the Norman Bates reveal. We have the Akame got killed death of who again? Uh, death of Tatsumi. Tatsumi in, in Akame got killed. And then we have the uh, plot twist at the end of the original Planet of the Apes, the 1968 version. And I think I should give myself a little bit of a props for not choosing Star Wars. And speaking oh, of like Star Wars... Oh, like I did Wars, not choose Joker, and he did not choose his pandering pick. What was oh, my yeah, dude, pick? I was. I, I don't I, remember I was, anymore. I was, about to segue, <laughs> I was about to segue in such a Finish your way. segue. Okay, okay. I feel like I should get... A props for not using Star Wars. And speaking mm -hmm. of Star Wars and speaking of anime, holy shit. Two days. Two days, baby. One day after this gets posted. Two days, baby. We are getting Star Wars Visions anime. Star Wars is officially a thing. Not, it's not an animated show. When people like try to try to say like animated shows are less than. Mm -hmm. It is actual anime produced by seven of the biggest studios in Japan. I want to know what you guys are most excited for now that we have confirmation that all of the episodes are dropping at the same damn time. It's not good for us personally. We could have had seven weeks of content out of this and we're going to have True. to now all crush it in one episode. We might just spend the whole next week only talking about that. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have the MHA season finale. So I, I think MHA season finales are usually a bit more low key. It's like them prepping up for what's going to be in the next season. Yeah. Um, but I obviously I'm stoked to be able to binge. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to fly back home. I'm going to finish Tokyo Avengers. And then I'm just going to sit down one day and just like crush it. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm excited to see all the different kinds of art styles. Cause I'm the kind of person who appreciates a lot, like my anime and a lot of different art styles. Sure. Um, yeah, like, uh, uh, what is it? Kata, uh, Katana, Katana Nagari is a very stylized anime that's like very different. And then there's Devilman Crybaby. And then there's, you know, Mappa style. There's JJK. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to approach anime as, as a platform, as a forum, as, as those kinds of things. And so I'm excited to see how each one of these different studios kinds of puts their own like flex and their own little spin mm -hmm. on every episode. And, you know, maybe we can do a stack them up for which one was the best episode or something like that. But I we got content coming out the wazoo. How about you? For me, I would say I am most excited for the twins episode. So that's the one that looks like the. I think it's not. It's not. Uh, there's. There's a. There's a. It, it looks very. If I show you a picture, will yeah. you be able to show to tell me which studio uh, made that? I can certainly try. Um, okay. This feels so, like a. This feels like a wee pop quiz. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, no, like I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to to like quiz you or anything. Uh, you sure. I, I'm, I'm just trying to say like, because I, I want, I want to know what the what the art style, because it's not, it's not Ghibli. Gotcha. It's like, it, like it's, it's very. I don't think Ghibli is doing an. Imagine no, if Ghibli no, was doing no, an episode for this. Holy be, shit! It would, it would be crazy. It would be crazy. I wish so, they did. Give me so, Howl Miyazaki in Star Wars immediately. No, give me Gunji Ito in Star Wars immediately. That's so, what I want. I'm I'm putting it in the chat right now, but essentially the twins episode is the one where we see the two blonde twins fighting each other in what appears yeah. to be like the Death Star or whatever, uh, and one of them has lightsaber whips, and I'm like, what the fuck? I've never seen that before. 
I, I, well, I, don't, I think we're going to see a lot of things we haven't seen before because yes, that's, absolutely. you know, the uh, anime has that ability to do that. Like, you know, we're getting a lightsaber windmill. Oh, yeah, that, that's true. We're also getting, we're also, and my, my biggest thing, like besides this, this the, the episode itself, is we are actually getting Boba Fett in anime. Like Boba Fett yeah. is coming back in anime form. So I'm very excited for that. How about you, Mizu? Um, since you brought up the umbrella uh, lightsaber, I'm definitely looking forward to to like, the one that is in black and white. It's definitely giving me um, uh, Seven Samurai. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely, I can't remember the director's name at the moment. Um, Kurosawa, Kurosawa, like giving me that type of vibe. And another one that's also giving me Afro Samurai, Samurai Champloo. There's like one yeah. in particular. There's the one where they're um they're like it there are samurai, but instead of katanas, they have lightsabers. That's the one exactly. I'm most excited that for. That was another one I definitely wanted. Those are the two I'm looking forward to seeing. Jose, by the way, it's Studio Trigger. Uh they're oh, the people so they're who the did Kill La Kill. Kill La Kill. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh the people who did Kill La Kill and I believe Oh, uh, no, they didn't do uh, Space Dandy because that's people who did Cowboy Bebop. But yeah, no, I mean, dude, there's it's obviously going to be incredible and we're going to crush it. Um, and we'll we'll rank which one is our favorite at the end of it. Um, but I mean, until until we get it, how much can we really talk on it? You know, what if it flops? What if it just sucks? What if it, flops? What if it just oh sucks? <laughs> you just, what if we're like, I we're swear like, to God. If it flops, there's no if way it there's literally there's no there, there's simply no way you think an animation studio can't put out one good episode of star wars the content it's they're, they're all gonna be bangers like the thing is they like have a lot of good like it's kamikaze duga like they have they have a lot of good studios doing this yeah like, if, this if is it like flops, their um i wouldn't say i wouldn't say not necessarily but this is this could be their like really like big break to break mm -hmm. out well some of them to break out into more western audiences yeah mm -hmm. so yeah it's like it's kind of it's kind of funny though. It's like you weren't down for anime until we started animating like your shit. Like it was it was it's it's like with making the like remaking Train to Busan in English. You know, it's like oh you know it's like anime was anime seemed cool, but once they started like reanimating, like made it a Fast and Furious anime, that's when that's when I could get behind that train. And I was like, hey, really? That that's what it took? That's what it took to get you in? Like all the amazing storytelling in anime, and that's what it took? What was that? I was going to say that w one of the episodes that I'm most excited for, too, is the one that in Tatooine, because we saw like the whole like the the what's it called? The lightsaber uh, guitar or whatever it was yeah. like. It was really cool. Would that burn your fingers? Like, I don't. But I mean, if it goes off, the, if it goes off the top, if the igniter's at the top, then you're fine. But, oh, but of course. Yes. Yes. Logic. But, yeah, but uh, naturally. It's, it's, it's made by Studio Colorido, which is the guys that did uh, like uh, uh, Typh Typhoon Noruda, I think, is the one that I, I've, I've, I've heard about the most that they did. So that's that Never style. That style from that episode looks really cool. Uh, and they've also done Pokemon movies. That's how I know them because they've, nice. all, they've, also, they've also done Pokemon movies. So uh, or and Pokemon episodes. I mean, so the 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 lineup looks amazing. Uh, just yeah. to give you guys a, a breakdown for those uh, weeb connoisseurs out there, it's Kamikaze Duga, Gino Studio, Studio mm -hmm. Colorido. Uh, tri Studio Trigger is doing two episodes back to back, yep. which is the Twins and the Elder. So that's the one that Mizu is very excited for, the Elder. Uh, Kinema Circus is doing the Village Bride. Uh, Sci Science Saru is doing two episodes, and the finale is made by Production IG. So I yes. think it's 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 a very exciting time to be an anime fan and 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 a, uh, and a weeb at the same time. 
the yeah. big the big reason that I wanted to bring this up before we got it is that I've I've had a lot of people in my comment section um be very upset and be like please don't ruin Star Wars with anime and I'm like that's ridiculous what I mean a Star Wars you... Christmas special how? There's a Christmas hey, special. First of all, if we want to be if we want to be real, if we want to be frank, Star Wars is doing that to itself. Yep. <laughs> oh, yes, I said it. Yes. Your hate me. Your hate makes me stronger. Oh, go ahead, my. say it in the comments. Goodness, let's go. Don't let's ruin go. Star Wars with the anime, homie. Ask anyone that dealt with the OG Star Wars about the, the Christmas special, okay? Mm -hmm. Wookie, you meet you meet mm -hmm. fucking Chewbacca's family and none of them speak English and they try and sing Christmas carols in Wookie-ish, okay? Go back and, and they like- And clothes, which confirmed that Chewbacca is naked. Is naked all of the time. Like, like listen, Star Wars has been shooting itself in the foot for, for five decades. goddamn decades, okay? This is one of its rare opportunities where it's <laughs> probably not going to and 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 speaking speaking of star wars shooting itself in the foot i think we should give him a, a little slow clap for actually giving like giving us a slate that that looks promising we got uh the the um the the knights of the old republic remake we have boba fett in yes. two months we have yes, the book no of way. boba fett in two months yep Jesus it's coming out in Christ. two months and we also get the kenobi series and the ahsoka series on top of the mandalorian so oh. dope we're going to be talking so much Star Wars. All right. Mesa Windu is now our fourth podcast host. Uh, he's just on the show. Uh, we, we've <laughs> actually, we just sent out the email. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Him and Darth Choco are both going to be here permanently. That's sick, dude. I'm very excited. Do we have anything else that we had? We had the Venom news. The Venom news. Uh, the, Correct. The, I think that's the biggest like superhero news besides the Batman news, not DC. You want to Which, cover DC or Star Wars? You know uh, what? You know what? Let's 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 do let's do DC first because how rarely do we get to give DC the floor? So essentially, what happened was uh, Michael Keaton is coming back. I miss him so much. He's my favorite Batman of all time. Uh, Michael Keaton is incredible, but essentially he is directing the Flash movie. Or no, not directing. He's just he's going to be. No, in. Yeah. I thought so. He was the director of is Andy Muschietti. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and Michael Keaton has already essentially been confirmed for being in that new Flash movie. And we got a little leaked image of the uh, bat symbol being drawn in red and gold. So that could mean one of two things, essentially, for us as, as DC fans. It's that either in this Flash movie, we might be getting the speedster bat, um, which seeing Michael Keaton as a speedster bat at his age is weird for me mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is why I don't think we're getting the Red Death. I don't okay. think we're getting Speedster Bat. I think we're finally doing Flashpoint because a large part of the Flashpoint, I think we're either leading towards it because obviously this isn't this movie isn't been called Flashpoint, um, but a large part of the storyline of Flashpoint is Barry Allen working with Batman in the alternate universe to get back and reset his timeline and it is an older batman so if we're talking older batman we're talking michael keaton so that is my current theory is that we are we are at least going to be at least working our way towards flashpoint i don't know if there's going to be a straight up flashpoint movie uh because that is something that people have been clamoring for a long time we got canceled all of these things happened uh, what do you what do you think, Jose? What what do you think we're staring at? Uh, I just I just like my eyes really open really wide because it's not only Michael Keaton. Like Ben Affleck is apparently confirmed too. So no we're gonna get we're gonna get Michael Keaton and way. Ben Affleck. What? 
How is that possible? There's no way. Uh, they could be doing Flashpoint, actually. They could if, because they're in the Flashpoint, in the Flashpoint. Oh, shit. According to in director Flashpoint. Andy Muschietti, according to director Andy Muschietti, uh, who is the director of it, and it too, okay, blah. Uh-huh. Uh, Affleck seems to have agreed to uh, return as Bruce, Bruce Wayne for one more film in the upcoming Flash movie alongside Michael Keaton oh God, in, a, in a, quote, substantial role. I, know I have the full doing. quote I, if you want me to read it. <laughs> I know what they're doing. I, it, okay, so in Flashpoint, it's not Bruce Wayne. It's his father that survives, they, uh, and he yeah. uses mm -hmm. guns. Thomas Wayne. And Thomas, Thomas Wayne, uh, and you get introduced to Thomas Wayne as he's literally trying to murder Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. So Ben Affleck can be the Batman from the non-Flashpoint universe. Wow, Michael Keaton is Thomas Wayne in the Flashpoint. They're doing it. They're doing it. I can I can read I can read the quote to you if you want me to. Doing it. Yes, please do. Okay, so it's kind of lengthy, but I'll try to go as enunciated as I can for Mizu to give us his opinions after. His Batman, speaking about Affleck, he said his Batman has a dichotomy that is very strong, which is his masculinity. Because of the way he looks and the imposing figure that he has and his jawline laughs. That's what the quote is. Uh, but, okay. he, but he's also very vulnerable. He knows how to deliver from the inside out that vulnerability. He just needs a story that allows him to bring that contrast uh, and that balance into a film. Ben Affleck is a, a very substantial part of the emotional impact of the movie. Talking about The Flash. Uh, the interaction and relationship between uh, Barry Allen and Affleck's Bruce Wayne will bring an emotional level that we haven't seen before. It's Barry's movie, it's Barry's story, but their yeah. characters are intertwined in more ways than we think. They both lost their mothers to murder, uh, and that's one of the emotional vessels yeah. of the movie. That's where Affleck's Batman oh kicks God. in. And then yeah, he has another fucking quote. Jesus Christ. Okay, we Love are it. all we are all human and we go through the great Okay, so does this mention Michael Keaton at all? No. So yeah, that was the big quote on what uh, Ben Affleck will be doing in The Flash. And holy shit, that sounds like he's going to be like in. Yeah. In like it. he's like in there. In, in. I it was The Flash's mother also named Martha? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, sad. You better not be. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all mothers are Martha. That'd be crazy. Uh, what yeah. about you, Mizu? What do you think? What do you think they're going for? Well, with that being said, when you said Ben Affleck, it does sound like they might go down the flashpoint. I mean, it's the only sense because, like, yeah, Ben Affleck is also Batman. You can't have two Batman unless you're trying to pull a, a multi multiverse thing. Batman. But I don't think DC, in my opinion, is ready to be doing such a thing. <laughs> oh, with no. With little prep. With little uh, prep. Not at all. That's the beauty of it. That's, that's pretty so, beautiful. I'm not going to lie. So Flashpoint makes more sense. And with that being said, I'm not going to lie. It made me also think of, side note, that um, Michael Keaton could also could have been a good Batman for like a Batman Beyond kind of movie. Or So sick is Michael Keaton fuck. as old Bat, uh, old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. From the animated show, like that that Bruce mm -hmm. Wayne with like From, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the old grumpy Bruce Wayne. That's Michael Keaton. That is Michael mm -hmm. Keaton. There's yeah. no way. Oh. Well, Michael Keaton's Batman was like very like, you know, like goofy. But yeah. But he was also, I think, I think he was also very, uh, very um, reminiscent of like the create, like the the Batman that goes up over the edge. 
because there was a very oh, fun yeah. fam- there's a very famous scene where he goes like you want nuts i'll give you nuts like, <laughs> like when he's like, talking let's to get nuts let's get nuts yeah, yeah that let's was get so nuts. and i'm like, oh, like that's bruce that's a bruce wayne that's gone okay? over the age <laughs> over the i age, love sure. michael keaton as batman so much there's just so many like deeply iconic scenes that make me like my heart smile but okay all right that's that's enough on a, a teaser image we all have our theories but obviously these won't be confirmed for like a year we mm-hmm. did get something that will be confirmed much sooner than that jose mm-hmm. what's going on in the marvel sphere so um i believe mizu saw this as well as it came out but essentially uh mr tom hardy and uh and and the great andy circus uh are are, are working on a movie that it, it may be small to some people but it is actually a very big 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 news it's coming out in two weeks it's venom right venom to let there be carnage from the initial response of the movie from the people that went to see it in london they said holy shit yeah yeah they said holy shit the movie is amazing it's only 90 minutes long oh i love that so much because andy circus said we have to go like it has to be jam-packed no filler just right to the action and i'm like i'll take it bro so it's only 90 minutes to be when i see a movie is like an hour and 37 minutes i'm like i'm all i'm like already like i'm already so much closer to liking it yeah so oh i love that I like I like I like longer movies like if it's like Interstellar where it's like a journey, but if it's, it's like, an anthology. But yeah. if it's like but if it's like two hours and thirty minutes and you're just like filling it up with like oh my god like fetch quests in the middle of the movie, it's like nah. Yeah. <laughs> the Last Jedi. <laughs> the Last yeah. Jedi. Oh, we uh, went the same place. <laughs> the Last Jedi. Uh, but the the idea is that after the movie, there's an end credit scene, and Tom Hardy was at the premiere saying, "Please, if there's something that we can do together, is that." Uh, promise me that you won't spoil the end credit scene and you'll leave it at the theater. And people were raving online saying that it changes everything, that it's going to be huge. And, 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 and just after that, we saw official pictures of Tom Hardy wearing the Spider-Man No Way Home hat. It's the set hat that they they give to the set people. And I'm like, mm-hmm. unless Kevin Feige is playing five-dimensional chess... Uh, and and we're just the pawns in his five dimensional chess game. Um, this this screams this screams crossover to me. There's so much crossover already happening. Uh, yeah. We we had the we had the 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 the, the uh, Jimmy Fallon interview with Andrew Garfield where he literally like contradicted himself saying that he didn't know about a video of him being in the set of Spider Man No mm-hmm. Way Home and then he said that the video was fake. So he did that all in one interview. And then we have Tom Hardy and Andy Serkis in an actual. Uh, interview literally saying oh well when's when's when is it going to be my turn to eat the spider-man and like all of this has happened in the span of two weeks i'm very excited i'm very confused and i'm also uh excited to see what you guys have to say so mizu what do you think i feel like a part of me feels like kevin is messing with us okay kevin is like in the sense of like like because because like it's it just feels so purposely careless Mm mm-hmm that all these leaks and all this kind of stuff is coming out. And Kevin just seems, we haven't heard responses from Kevin yet. Like mm-hmm. he's just like, oh. So to me, because of that alone, it feels like it possibly might be deliberate. Because think about it, you're telling me that Kevin was having a whole blown conversation with Tom Hardy with that hat on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Before and it wasn't like, you're telling me he didn't tell him, like, hey, take that hat off. Mm-hmm. No, he took the, and here's the thing, even if they took the picture, He's, I'm pretty sure he saw the picture and, and let that circulate. Like, huh. He still said, let, let, go put, post it, go post it on social media. That means 
I don't know. Part of me feels they like took this the photo is down. They took the photo down. That's the all. That's the other thing. But that's what they would. The thing. That's what they would do. That's. <laughs> I feel like I. I feel like a crazy person, like trying to convince like people that like ancient aliens dropped the pyramid or something. But like Kevin Feige would like put that picture up and then be like, oh, now take it down. You know, it's like, oh, people feel like we made a mistake. Like they're they're putting all of their, I, th- I think they're honestly nervous. I think they're nervous about No Way Home. I think they were nervous at least for a long time until Shang-Chi showed, like, showed what it can do. But like, mm-hmm. I think they're putting a lot of, they're putting their best foot forward. And they're 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 playing like spy games and they're doing like rogue marketing and all these kinds of things. I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm being way too paranoid, Jose. You, I feel like you're the closest one to this. Do you think Feige's playing five dimensional chess? I think it's very close because of the fact that they haven't even teased or given like any single footage or anything. Anything. I mean, we just got the trailer like a month and a half ago for for Spider Man No Way Home. But there's still a very important sixth member of the Sinister Six that they're not showing us. Uh, and and I think they're doing that on purpose. It's either to protect the Scor- like Scorpion or Vulture, because that's the only one that have they haven't showed, or Rhino. Mm-hmm. But but like having it be Venom and having it be Tom Hardy's Venom would literally break the it would break the internet twice. Yeah. It it would like if if you if you had um Actually, you know what? It it makes a lot of sense because of what Misu said before the podcast started. This is going to be Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland's last film, yeah. s- in his contract f- with Marvel. Mm-hmm. If they bring in Venom and it's a banger, well, I mean the movie's gonna be a banger anyways. But it, like if it breaks box office records, if it like uh, uh it, like it, if it sets up a, a glorious uh Sony Sony verse or whatever uh as well. And they can explain it using the MCU's reasoning of the multiverse. That would be a cash grab for both companies, right? Oh, yeah. And it and it would and it would force Sony to have to renegotiate more Spider-Man movies in the MCU. So if the, I think I think Venom will be the key to the puzzle that 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 yeah. surprisingly uh, Kevin Feige was missing. So I would do it. I would do it. But but I would do it as a um, as a tease, meaning that the five Sinister Six fight all three Batman, and then uh, Venom like like uh, is like fuck it, I'm I'm, I'm out. Like Venom is yeah. out, and then he has to come back. Like they have to come back together to fight him, or 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 Spider Man has to go look for for Tom Holland. Uh, uh, Tom Holland has to go look for Tom Hardy. Like that type of like cat and mouse game, because that's what mm-hmm. that's what's or good about versa. Venom. Yeah. Yeah, or vice versa. Because mm-hmm. I, because I believe that yeah, like the Venom movies is he's set in San Francisco because he's mm-hmm. not in he's not based in New York. And some people speculate that what's going to make Tom Hardy Tom Hardy's Venom character Eddie Brock go to New York is J. Jonah Jameson because it was mm-hmm. I guess teased that um, J.K. Simmons um, yeah. Jameson is like broadcasting news and he's connected yeah. to Venom. And some people speculate that he's going to hear about Spider Man through Jameson, prompting him to go to New York. Oh. Oh, my God. If that's the end credit scene, it's like, it's a menace, a total menace. And he's like, well, I have to cover this story. And I'm like, oh, my God, if he goes to New York for Spider-Man. That right would now. be crazy. That You know, I I, I I could imagine. I could imagine that happening. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So we have very excited DC news, very excited Marvel news. Is that mm-hmm. is that all we got? Um, I think we pretty much covered all of it. Make sure, yeah. make sure that you go to my Instagram poll 
uh tomorrow mm-hmm. and 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 uh after this show is posted so you can vote for the stack em up um we, you guys have been very 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 supportive of that this is our very. second most voted poll ever with over 5700 votes so that's a lot of people sharing your opinions on pop culture so if you can download the episode, that would also be great. That would also help us a lot out. Yep. Um, having said having said that, we will be having some ad reads soon. Um, so so don't be surprised if I, if you, if your boys start reading off some some ads mid show. But having said all of that, that is all we have this week. So I have been uh, delighted to bring you this news. My name is Jose Tropical Joe. It is I'm Tropical Joe on Instagram. I'm Tropical Joe on on TikTok. Mizu, let the people know where they can find you. I'm Mizu Shogun on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Doing more anime reviews. Um, I just reviewed. I'm um, gonna be doing Blue Exorcist. Um, nice, great show. Akami got killed, erased. Great show. Um, so great show. Yes. So look forward to those and more explaining things, such as you know more things with Naruto and One Piece and all that jazz naturally and if you guys do like tokyo avengers out there make sure you watch a race because it's like kind of the reason tokyo avengers exists so yes i'm nixie comedy on tiktok nc hammer 23 on youtube just started posting there um got like twelve thousand views on my first video which was crazy guys thank you so much for all that um and nc hammer 23 on twitch i will be back on wednesday i have been gone i've been at my girlfriend's graduation as you can see from the cap uh but my vacation is now over and it's back to the grindstone so guys i will see you on the twitch page and all of my other socials but until then guys bye thank you so much for listening to the weeb weepy podcast if you haven't already download and give the podcast a five-star review if you don't advertisers will treat us like naruto before he saved the village Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.